When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Coming up in the noon hour, we believe 1230 is when Andrew Barry is going to speak at the NFL Scouting Combine. We will hear the press conference of the Browns football guru. I just... Yeah, there are a lot of words. Let's just let's just say football guru. He's running the thing. He's coming up at twelve thirty. Uh, in the audience, there to listen, asking questions, peppering him like crazy. Will be the lady who's on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline right now from the Plain Dealer Cleveland.com. She's Mary Kay Cabot. Hello, Mary Kay. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, Mary Kay. We are well. Uh, we have just been chatting about the story that you put out on Cleveland.com. Joe Flacco and Zadaria Smith among Browns will test the free agent market before returning to Cleveland. Do you think they'll return to Cleveland? You know what? There, there is a chance that um, you know that they will, uh, but but both of those guys and then a number of others will go out and test those free agent waters because Joe would like to have a starting job. And, um, and, you know, Zadarius for sure wants to get paid. So, um, so certainly, certainly those guys, um, you know, will see what they can get on the open market, but both would like to be back in Cleveland. You know, as I wrote, you know, Joe wants an opportunity to start. He didn't come off the couch to come sit on the bench behind Deshaun Watson. That's not what he wants ideally. So he will, um, become a free agent or at least test that market from the, from the 11th to the, the 13th and see see what he can get. Um, but, you know, if, if it doesn't go the way that he wants it to go, then he will, um, you know, then he will sign back here. Mary Kay, do you oh, have the chance to sign back here. Gotcha. Hey, do you think there's a priority list of the Browns' own free agents where they're saying, okay, we, we really want to get – this guy to come back, like Zedarius. Let's say we really want to figure out a way to bring Zedarius back. And when you look at all the free, all their own current free agents, you know, your, your thoughts on what that might be? Well, you know, I, I think they would like to have a number of their current free agents back. There are a lot of guys on the defensive line that certainly they would like to have back. You know, you're going to want Jordan and Mo Hurst and Shelby Harris back if you can get them back, but you're not going to be able to sign every single one of them. So it's really just going to be a matter of uh, those guys going out, seeing what they can get, getting their price set, and then the Browns deciding, 
uh, who they can get back and at, at what cost. So they, you know, they will make an effort to get guys back, but um, they're certainly not going to end up with exactly the same defenders that they had last year. Mary Kay, I think it's interesting, and I think the Browns have done a really good job. Andy and I talked about this earlier. They've built a team where you have a lot of free agents, but I look at that list, and I can't think of one of those guys who, if they lost them, I would be crushed and think they're irreplaceable. Now, the position, sure, you need defensive linemen, but you might be able to go get other guys to fill some of these spots. Easy way to do it, bring back Mo Hurst, bring back Shelby Harris, bring back Zedarius. I'd love to see that. But I also think that they're in a really good spot where they could just fill it with other guys. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah, that's accurate. And not only that, it's a pretty darn good year for defensive linemen yeah. uh, who are free agents or guys that you could probably acquire in a trade of some sort. So I think they're in, in good shape in terms of letting these guys go out, test the market, see what they can get, and then bringing back who they can, again, at the right cost. Because uh, I think it's a pretty intriguing defensive line free agency market. Can I, can I go back to the quarterback thing for one second? You mentioned – uh, you mentioned Flacco in your article. Obviously, he was one of the focal points. But you also mentioned Mitch Trubisky, who mm-hmm. you said the Browns liked when he came out. I, do you think Flacco's a priority for the Browns at backup quarterback, or do you think a veteran of some sort who's had some success who they may like is a priority at backup quarterback? I think a veteran is a priority at backup quarterback, and I think they'd be happy to have Joe. I think they'd be happy to have a number of the other guys as well. So certainly, um, you know, I I think that they probably have a a wish list or a punch list of quarterbacks that they can go down and say, you know, let's, let's look at this guy, this guy, or that guy. And I threw Mitch in there, you know, not because I have necessarily any inside intel at this point, but because it makes sense to me when you really liked a guy before and you can get him now, um, you know, why not give that a whirl, especially if you know that, that Joe is going to be out there looking for a starting job. Um, America, what are we expecting today? What do you think he's going to say? What do you think he's going to say? You know, he doesn't give up too much at these kinds oh, of things. We'll ha- As you guys know, we'll yeah. have him at the podium and then we'll get him off to the side. Uh, just, you know, which is the smaller group of, of main beat writers that are here, but, um, you know, I, I, I don't think that he's going to be very illuminating on many topics. He's, that's just not how he rolls at these things. Uh, you know, there's, there's competitive advantage that you're trying to gain when you are making these roster decisions, and you certainly don't want everybody to know what you're up to and what your plans are. You summed that up very nicely, Mary Kay. <laughs> <laughs> And that very politically that was really Yeah, that yes. was really good. Uh, that was yeah. really, really well done. Can, yeah. I, can I ask about his situation and Kevin Stefanski's situation? Do you think there's a, a time frame here for extensions for those two gentlemen? And do you think that will happen before this season gets going? Yeah, I think it will happen. I just don't know exactly when it'll happen. Um, you know, I thought maybe it would have happened by now, but you know, it's certainly not something that, you know, they have to get done by tomorrow. So, um, you know, they can take their time a little bit and make sure that they are, uh, you know, just getting it right and and doing exactly what they want to do, how they want to do it. And, you know, these guys have been in draft meetings, you know, there's been a lot going on. I mean, this is the busiest part of the season. So now that they haven't done it yet, 
I don't know that they'll get it done before free agency starts, basically in earnest on March 11th. Um, we'll have to see how that goes. Um, Mary Kate, when it comes to the combine itself, is it, I don't know, is it, it maybe I look at it in a different light because we don't have a first round pick, but is the combine still um, what it's supposed to be? Does that make sense? You know what? I mean, it is and it isn't. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how it evolves over the next couple of years because a lot of coaches are starting to not show up. And some of the newsiest and most interesting stuff that comes out of the combine, at least in the early days, are these coach interviews that are all going on today. Uh, and these GM interviews that are going on, we've got Kevin tomorrow at one We've got Andrew today at 1230. So, you know, this year you've got Jim Harbaugh not talking, Mike McCarthy not talking, Robert Sawa, Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay. Um, you know, the list is starting to grow. Mike Tomlin never talks here. Uh, Bill Belichick never talks here. So there's a a sizable chunk of coaches not speaking here. And I wonder how that's going to impact coverage going forward. If you know that your coach and GM are not speaking here and you can catch them somewhere else, maybe you don't make the trip here. Um, And then, uh, you know, when it starts to move around a little bit, you know, if they put it out, you know, in LA, do, do, you know, do teams and outlets send their people there. So it'll be very interesting. It's a great spot to hold it here. Um, it's so centrally located for most people. So I, you know, we'll have to see how this goes over the next few years. Mary Kay Campbell joining us from the Plain Dealer, Cleveland.com, and you can read all of her coverage of the Combine all week long. And uh, she certainly primed the pump with a great, great story that's out today. Ken Dorsey is the offensive coordinator, Mary Kay. I, I think when a head coach calls the plays and the offensive coordinator doesn't, I think it makes it a little more difficult to understand what might change in the offense. What do you think might change in the offense with Ken Dorsey taking over for Alex Van Pelt, though Kevin will continue to call plays at least as far as we know for now? Well, I think one of the things that you'll see is uh, a little bit more of that Bill O'Brien influence, which, of course, we know Bill O'Brien coached Deshaun Watson to some of his best seasons when he was in Houston. So you're bringing uh, some of that Patriot way some of that uh, some of that drop back game that Bill O'Brien ran with Tom Brady in New England and uh, some of the things that he did with Deshaun in Houston, I think you'll see some of that influence. And I think that's probably uh, the biggest key. You know, he's well versed in all things spread, RPO, and that drop back game. So, you know, I, I do think that there will be uh, a little bit of a paradigm shift there. All right, what are you most uh, what are you most forward what are you most looking forward to seeing while you're at the combine? Um, you know what, really just um I would say probably uh you know, defensive linemen and receivers are the two positions that I'm most interested in here, but just in general, I'm most interested in um kind of what uh Andrew has to say and what Kevin has to say and when you when you're out and about what you can find out about what's going to happen with some of the Browns own free agents and some of the ones that they might be interested in. Those are some of the things that capture my attention the most here. Mary Kay, is there a priority list as far as free agent compared to draft choice at at two of those spots you're talking about wide receiver and defensive line? I don't think so. I think, you know, you've got the, uh, you've got free agency coming first. And then, so that kind of dictates in some cases, uh, how the how the draft shakes out, 
but they really try to do those independently of each other. So, um, so yeah, I'm not exactly 100% sure if, you know, let's say you land a receiver in free agency, if that would preclude you from drafting one with the second round pick. I really don't think it would. I think they'll handle the draft as its own entity. Mary Kay, if you were a top pick or you knew you were probably going to be a top pick, would you work out of the combine? I don't know that I would. And we know that, you know, a couple of top guys aren't. No, I, I probably would not. I mean, you know, you risk, uh, you know, you risk hurting yourself. You risk getting hurt and you risk, you know, hurting your, your stock in some cases. So I probably would not do that. I mean, if you're going to have to do uh, pro days and then all these private workouts, I think it would probably behoove you not to do that here. And that's, that will also determine uh, just how, how the combine goes over the next few years. Mary Kate, last thought for you. Uh, we'll cut you loose to go get in line to talk to Andrew Barry. Tell me about Harrison Bryant and his free agency and if it means something critical for the Browns. Well, I think it means that they're probably going to have to look for another tight end. Um, you think he's leaving? It, probably, um, but you never know. Sometimes you go out, you venture forth, and the market isn't there for you. So I think it will come down to uh, you know, whether or not he can find work at the uh, price he's looking for. So, you know, he, he didn't have a whole lot of production last year. And so, you know, the Browns are going to have to determine if they think they can do better by drafting another one or, or signing one or trading for one. So I think, you know, there'll be a little, there could be a little bit of a shakeup in that room. Mary Kay, thank you for taking the time to be with us today. We know it's hectic for you at the Combine. We look forward to all your coverage, and we'll listen for you during the Andrew Berry press conference. Thank you. Thanks, Mary Kay. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Mary Kay Cabot, Plain Dealer, Cleveland.com in Indianapolis. Andrew Berry speaking at 1230. That's the expected time, but give or take, you never know. So uh, be with us as we get ready to hear from Andrew Berry coming up in Indianapolis. Chris Fedor is going to join us at noon to talk a little Cavaliers. They take on the Dallas Mavericks tonight. That means one of the most fascinating players in the NBA is in town wearing an opposition uniform tonight. Hmm. And he kind of leads something that I think has become almost taken for granted in the NBA today. And maybe it shouldn't be. We'll explain all that next on Basket of Phelps. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs. Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Great to have Mary Kay Cabot with us from the Scouting Combine. If you missed that interview, go back and listen to it. You can do that on the Odyssey app, our website, 923thefan.com. I'm Jeff Phelps. My buddy over there is Andy Baskin, Andrew Barry. And if you, you want the official title, Executive Vice President of Football Operations and General Manager. See why I say football guru? I mean, that's a lot easier than saying executive vice president of football operations and general manager. How about Who just, decided you needed that many names? How, yeah, your paycheck. That's how you get more money. Football give, guru, give that pays just as well. No, it doesn't. Didn't, don't you get those things from Indeed that just, say we need a football guru? No, never you seen should. that before. I have no idea what you're talking about. Did you apply for a football guru job? Exactly. The yep, executive fantasy vice football. president, football operations, and general manager. Jeff Phelps, fantasy football guru. Anyhow, Andrew Barry's coming up at 1230. You will hear from the executive vice president of football operations and general manager of the Cleveland Browns. Am I allowed to just say guru now? Just say general manager, Jeff. No, he's not. The title is executive vice president, football operations, and general manager. Why are you smarter today? As a toy. That's great. Are you smarter? Fabulous. Fedor is I mean, going to join I mean, us. Not yeah, but I got high hopes. All right. Cavs are playing the Dallas Mavericks tonight. And I, I've always found the Dallas Mavericks fun. And let me explain why. First of all, I think Dirk Nowitzki's one of the trend-setting players, transitional, whatever. I, I don't even know the right word, in NBA history. Because he showed that seven-foot guys can actually go out and do some things that people didn't think seven-foot guys could do. And I thought he was fabulous. Second of all, I always liked their arena because you would go in and it would smell like you walked into a casino because they had great air freshening systems. I loved that arena. I used to like going to Dallas because there was a place called McGuire's that had like, I'm not a big salad guy, but they had like this apple salad at this place called McGuire's in Dallas, and that was why I liked going to Dallas. And we always stayed at a really, really nice hotel. Dallas. Oh, yeah. Worst worst media seating in the league. But, man, the air sure smelled nice and fresh. You know how you walk into a casino and you get that fresh air smell? because Yeah, that's pure oxygen I, to keep I know. you awake so well, you'll keep they, spending they money. They do the same thing in that Dallas arena, I swear to you. I can't believe fabulous. you are complimenting an arena for the same thing that you would compliment a cab for. Mark Cuban, way to go. You know the other th- great thing? You can send Mark Cuban an email and he'll respond to you. I'm a, I, are, are, you're a Mark Cuban fan. I'm a Mark Cuban Absolutely. fan. Absolutely. Yes, are you Cuban. kidding? Yeah. The guy created something, sold it for gazillions, and it went under like two years later. Are you talking? You talk about timing. That dude has it. Good for him. He also has Luka Doncic. And if I'm the Atlanta Hawks, I'm still wondering, uh, what the heck happened there? Do you think Mark's here for the game? I doubt it, right? 
He's not I don't here, know, man. He? I wouldn't be the least no, bit surprised so. if he was here. Mark, if you're here and you want to join he, us on the show, he, knock it out. Come I don't on. think well, he well, travels for non-playoff 216-474-0092. Yeah, just Mark. call us. But he, he has Luke. We could, what, now, what would happen if Mark Cuban called us during the Andrew Berry press conference? What would we do? It's a tough one, though. It depends on who you would ask. Going to be honest. Oh, we take Mark Cuban and to heck with Andrew Barry. We'll no, play I would later. just we tape. could play Andrew back. Yeah, I would tape. Yeah, we tape oh, yeah. Andrew tape Barry. We play later. We would right. take Mark Cuban. We we we'd get this. I understand the question, and I thank you for asking it. Or we get Mark Cuban. What do you think? Are you kidding? That guy's an idiot. So I mean, which one's yeah, more compelling? Yeah, he would give us real answers. I think Mark Cuban would be. He fun. would give us. Oh, I would really take Mark Cuban over stuff. any press conference. You serious? Yeah, yeah. He would give us. Mark fun Cuban's stuff. a loose cannon. It's tremendous. Honestly, the guy's a pleasure to talk to. He's uh, entertaining. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, does he has his own TV show, or at least he's on the TV. He's show. always kind of the nice guy on the show, yeah. too, right? So he's got Luca. He follows up Dirk with Luca. By the way, how'd you win that lottery? Congratulations, that worked out well. And not the number one pick. You trade with Atlanta. Right. What was Atlanta thinking? Sorry, Trey Young's terrific, but you know Trey Young six one and weighs about a buck fifty, and Luca's built like a, a you know defensive end. Luca's the leading scorer in the NBA, thirty four point three points per game. Might not be if Joel Embiid were still going and could qualify, but True. anyhow, Luca right now is at thirty four point three, and it kind of got me thinking, Andy. And I did some digging and some looking, and I thought, I don't know that I like the way this looks. And I, it left me with this thought, and folks, I'd love your thoughts on this. Take a look at the NBA today. It used to be a big deal when a guy was a foreign player, you know, it was something special, really, right. because you know, hey, this guy's. He's from fill-in-the-blank. He's from Serbia or Greece or Slovenia or Cameroon or Lithuania, France. Well, there are so many foreign guys now who are in the league and so many foreign guys who are kicking butt in the NBA that I don't think it matters. And I, I looked at, Andy, top foreign guys in the league and top American guys in the league. If you gave Based a- on what? ability and you know some pr- productivity obviously mm-hmm. and i thought if you gave the foreign guys a month and you gave the american guys a month to practice for a real series i think i'd bet on the foreign guys and i didn't like the way that felt how many are on that team like how many guys are you putting on your well, roster well i just I, I just went over some of the top guys and Correct me if I'm wrong here. The one, the one thing that clearly that that I dug up. So let me, can I just bring this up real yeah. quick? For you? Would you rather? And I'm this, I'm not trying to derail you. Oh, would you rather see USA versus the world in the All Star game then? Because that would give you no, what you're looking because for. they won't know they they won't play, Andy. And, and I don't blame the guys. I'm not playing hard in an exhibition game, and, and a series like I just talked about. It's not even the Olympics because everybody plays in their own individual countries. Right, but. No, our our country, I think we have we have an earned arrogance about basketball. I mean, this, that's our game. I know it was developed by a Canadian, but he was in Massachusetts, by golly, when he did it. Doctor Naismith, thank you. And I think and I now think, a member of the Mid American Conference. I think there you go. And I think basketball is an American game. I think it's our game. Let me throw this at you. If you rolled this lineup out, the one thing that was Clear. Can I write this down? If you want to. Okay, go the one thing that was clear, foreign big guys are the way to go. American smaller guys 
are the way to go. I think we have a huge edge in guards and wings. All right, where do Canadians fall here? Well, they're not they're not Americans. Okay, I'm just making they're sure. North I didn't Americans. Know, okay, but, I didn't know how you, know, you were doing this, but go ahead. Okay. And and so think about this. Where's Kyrie fall? Is he injured? I would go with guys who grew up someplace. Where did you grow up? Kyrie was born in Australia, but grew up in the states. Okay. So I and he played for the United States team. Okay. For instance, uh, Demontis Sabonis was born in Oregon when mm-hmm. his dad was, you know, with the Trailblazers. But he grew up in Spain, and his dad's Lithuanian. So Sabonis is considered a Lithuanian American. Gotcha. But I would make him a foreign guy. Like Z. Just think about this. Yeah. Luca is your point guard. Okay, Luke is my point guard. You're small forward, and you might be able to make him a shooting guard. And this is where it gets tough: is Giannis from the Bucks? He's from Greece. You could play Sabonis at forward. You could play Embiid at power forward. You could play Nikola Jokic at center. Now you're you're lacking in guards with these foreign guys. Yeah, you are. Okay, so you're clearly lacking in guards. The Americans. Can I help your cause on the foreign side, though? Because if ahead. you're going to give that, if you're going to give international Jam- Jamal Canadians, Murray, Jamal Murray. Okay, that was where I was going to talk. Exactly, about. he's a Canadian. You could play Jamal Murray. You know, if you needed to, you could play R.J. Barrett, who's playing better, but I wouldn't put him in with the, these other guys. But Andy, think about the the star power. SGA there. actually is Canadian. Jay Gilgrist mm-hmm. Alexander is he really? SGA is Canadian. Gilgrist Alexander is. Okay, there's your guy. And there's, that's unbelievable star power. Unbelievable. The Americans, if you look at the guys who are at the top of their game today and, and think, what what guys would I put on this team? All right. Donovan Mitchell. Okay, he's on my team. Anthony Edwards. Tyrese Halliburton. Jason Tatum. LeBron. I think LeBron's still there. I don't think you have the big guys to compete, but I don't know if the uh, the other guys, if, if the foreign right. guys have the... Durant out or in? Yeah, sure, put him on the team. I, I mean, he's still averaging. The, the overall point is this, though. Man, there's some upper echelon foreign talent that is unbelievable in dominating the NBA. And I, I think that's a great thing for basketball. I think it's a great thing for the NBA. It's not a great thing if, if you're a, a proud American thinking that the Americans own this game. I don't know that that's the case anymore. Listen to this one. This this I thought was interesting, and this backs up the big guy point. Um, Scoring-wise in the NBA right now, okay, and Luka is number one, and Joel Embiid would be there if he weren't injured. Luka, Jay Gilgis-Alexander, and Dan, I'll be honest, I didn't realize he was from Canada. So that skews it even more. Um, Giannis. Greece, so your top three guys and four, if you want to throw in Embiid, are all foreign guys. Donovan Mitchell's fourth on the list, followed by Durant. So the foreign guys at the top of the scoring, although most of the leading scorers, like in the top 20, are American guys. Rebounding-wise, foreign guys, the top three guys. And five of the top seven are foreign players. Eleven of the top 16 rebounders in the NBA today are foreign players. Assist, players three through five are foreign guys, so three of the top five guys. Two of them are big guys, though, Jokic and Sabonis. 
the heck are they teaching those big guys overseas? But only one other guy in passing the ball, and this is where the Americans, I think, have a, a huge advantage in the smaller ball guys, uh, and that's Giannis. It's just kind of, I think it's a really interesting, interesting thing that's happened. And the NBA is phenomenal at just embracing basketball talent. Doesn't matter where it comes from. You know, you're in the league, you're in the league. But if you break it down a little bit, man, there are some phenomenal foreign players in the game today. And, and you could make the argument, Andy, this is the best era of foreign players the game has ever seen. I think it's incredible. Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. I think you're right on that. Although Shake Gill just went to high school in Chattanooga, too. He split between... Plays for Team Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Where was he raised? See, I... Toronto. I, he was raised. I go by that. So... But what does that mean? Raised? Is that your age... Like, age... Don't you think where you, don't you think where you grew up is where you're kind of from? I do. So yeah, if I, he grew up in Canada, then he grew up in Canada. But then he went to high school in, in the states. In ten, well, partially he went to. Uh, well, Tristan Thompson's Canadian. He went to high school in Vegas. You know, he went to high school here in the states. Yeah, so we consider him Canadian. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't. I think they made skates big enough for him. That was the problem. I think it's interesting, though. That thank you. I think it's interesting that foreign big men, I think, and this is a generalization, but I think it's accurate, are more skilled than American big men. And I, I wonder what it is they're Why? teaching guys. I, I don't know. Fundamentals? You know, like our, our buddy Zadrunas Ilgauskas. Mm-hmm. Zadrunas hit a late growth spurt. He used to be a point guard. I just can't believe that. So if you ever watched Z dribble, he was actually pretty good at it. He has a nice shooting touch. Why? Well, he was a guard. And I, I think most of the foreign big guys are brought up handling the ball, shooting the ball, facing the basket, and playing that kind of a basketball game. I, I do think it's interesting, though, that they have in many I, – I, and it's a big generalization. Americans, smaller guys, much better. And foreign, smaller guys, not as good. Generalization. You know, I mean, Luke is still a pretty big guy. And I just think that's a really, really interesting thing. Cavs tonight against the Mavericks. Mavericks are an interesting team. Let's take a look at that game as we get ready for Fedor joining us at noon. It's Basket and Phelps right here on The Fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. 
We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up at noon, Chris Fedor covers the Cavaliers for the Plain Dealer Cleveland.com. Chris will join us, and then Andrew Barry, the Browns Executive Vice President of Football Operations and General Manager, football guru, coming up at about 1230. I'm Jeff Phelps, my buddy over there, Andy Baskin. You are really, really excited about his title. You're in need of a haircut, man. Talk about steering the... Discussion off the track. Just looking, you just you got the flow yeah, going, I baby. I'm, maybe I like you. The, well, you. Uh, it's Andy, almost playoffs. I'm jealous. I mean, come on. I mean, the playoffs are right around the corner. You know how long it's been since anybody told me I needed a haircut? Oh, that's true. It's been a long time. You don't even need a very big pair of scissors. Cavs against the Mavericks tonight. Luka Doncic in town. That's fun. Kyrie Irving in town. Yeah, Kyrie. That's here. fun too. Andy's in North Olmstead. Hi, Andy. And uh, Jeffrey and uh, what's up, you guys? How are you, sir? How are you? Hey, anyway, just looking forward to your interview with Chris. He does a great job with the Cavs. He's the one guy who covers the Cavs that actually uh, makes both Kobe and JB accountable. And I just want to say thank you. A shout-out to him real quick. He does a great job with the Cavs. Uh, He wrote an article not too long ago about JB needing to trust his depth. And I've noticed here in the recent going – you guys, that he's kind of gotten away from that. And I really, really hope that he trusts his depth. It's too early. He's got to tinker with some rotations. And on an interesting note, he still hasn't tried my killer rotation once this year. I want the ball in Donovan's hands. I want Isaac at the two, Dean at the three. I want Evan and uh, J.A. up front. I think that would be an unbelievable two-way team for the Cavs. Who are the two and three again, Andy? Okay, are you ready? Yeah. And it's 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 our it's our Jeff. Donovan Jarrett uh, Evan and then Yeah. I got Isaac at the two and Dean at the three. Okay. Think about the switching defense, Jeff and Andy. Think about the rebounding. We have size and length. And on offense, who has the ball? Donovan. That's who you want to have the ball. Isaac and Dean are spread out. You've got to trust them. They can either be spread out on opposite sides in the corners or on the weak side, one at the wing, one, and you could play with the two bigs. Uh, he hasn't tried that rotation one time this year. You know, Andy, yeah, the, the one thing the that I note, the, the one thing I'm, and it, it's not a concern, but it is a thought. When, when Darius and Evan were out, obviously that depth was on display and, I'll be honest, I I didn't think the team was very deep for most of the season. But when they had to play these guys, they stepped up and they did a nice job. And I just wonder if I, – I, I don't think JB is comfortable playing that many guys. And I also wonder if they're not comfortable limiting Darius Garland in his minutes and maybe even in what he does on the floor. Because that, that seems to be – that seems to be the common denominator here when that situation comes up. Would you agree? Uh, 
Jeff, I would agree with you wholeheartedly, and maybe it's just a coach in me. And there's nothing against Darius. I think Darius is a very good player. I do too. But but we Jeff, we get back to we got beat up last year by New York because size and length and rebounding. And that's why I suggested that lineup because I know as a coach, I used to tinker with lineups too. And you know what? You don't know unless you try. And I'll tell you one thing. There is such a thing as ball stopper. We don't want dribble, dribble, dribble. We know who's going to have the ball, and they need to keep moving that ball. Dean doesn't dribble. He moves the ball. Isaac doesn't dribble. He he, he moves the ball. Jared Allen certainly doesn't. He's got to trust stuff like that. And, hey, you know what? Isaac and Dean have proven they can knock down the three. You can't do it unless you give them a chance. And that's just my whole preface, you guys. Andy, thank you very much. Thanks, Ed. Appreciate that. Kyrie Irving in town tonight, Andy. Do you think people here in uh, Northeast Ohio are okay? I'm okay with, with Kyrie him. I, now. Yeah, I don't. That's, I don't. He's a great basketball player. Yes, that's where I is. am with him right now. Yes, he is. And and I I feel the same way about him. When when he wanted out of here, are we allowed to say that you get it? I got it at the time, and I understood. I also thought, that's eh, a tough way to go. But LeBron casts a very big shadow. And if, if you're a young guy like Kyrie and you, you thought that it would be best for you in the long run to not maybe be in that shadow, I get it. I don't know that it was the right move, but I get it. Oh, I wish you would have stayed another year. I think I, we all I do, do too. right? And I don't. I'm over it. I'll I, I be honest. I'm just over it. It just seems so long ago, doesn't it? Well, I mean, if it's... I don't have any ill will towards LeBron leaving the first time, then I, I I'm okay with. You want to feel old? Yeah. Kyrie's 31. He'll be 32 next month. Doesn't that make you feel old? You were still the, playing you, great basketball, though. You were there when they won the draft lottery. Oh, weren't, I was. Yeah, you? I was in Newark. Yeah, to get man, Kyrie. He was, to get Kyrie. He was so tired. He too. was. He was a just a kid, man. They put us in these like stalls. There must have been thirty stalls. Stool stall. No stall would be good stalls. for you. No, they were stalls. It was like so underneath. <laughs> Uh, this was at it, this was in Newark. Menekin got where it. the Nets were. I get it. You chose not to. I, I just I remember like asking him, "Hey, your thoughts on on going to Cleveland?" He was just he was exhausted. Like I, I just and he didn't have a whole lot of energy left after uh, after that night. And I was just kind of looking forward to to what he was going to be able to do. And man, it was uh, it was a weird night. That was a weird – and you know what? I, I always thought the draft was weird after that night, too, because it was such a TV show. And then you realize mm-hmm. that's all it is is a TV show. Well, it's hard for me to believe that Kyrie is where he is in his career. He's in, he's in his 13th NBA season. That's insane. It, it is insane. I remember and, walking by Ron Harper outside. I was walking by. I was like, hey, Ron Harper. Hey, hey Harry. Would you agree with this? Why do I remember all these silly things? Go ahead. If, if LeBron had come back – and Kyrie weren't here. I don't. I don't think they win the NBA championship. I don't think they do either. And I, I don't think they get to the NBA finals, especially knowing how good Golden State. Was. It was a phenomenal combination, because Kyrie was the great ball handling point guard who could flat out shoot, and didn't have to be a huge facilitator, which has never been his game, Andy. 
And he, he's not a 10 assist per game guy on a regular basis. Uh, his career best isn't even seven, which people might find interesting. You know, he's a point guard, but he's a scoring point guard. And he had LeBron, who passed beautifully. And so the two of them combined were able to do some great things in moving the basketball. But Kyrie was 24 years old his last year here. He wanted to go, he wanted to go do it on, on his own. I get it. I, if, if by any chance, and I, I don't think it would have been possible, if by any chance the Cavs had been able to keep Kyrie and keep LeBron, you're looking at the NBA Finals every other year to this day. But I don't think that was ever going to happen. I think LeBron came back with a short-term goal, and I think Kyrie had different fish he wanted to fry. I won't say bigger because I don't think it's been bigger. I, I still think his best best image, best memory, the way he's known is for being a member of that championship team. And, and though he's been a phenomenal player ever since, I, I still think it, if there was any way the Cavs could have kept that thing together, it would have it would have worked and it would still be working today. Yeah, I don't disagree. I, I, it's funny you look at, you know, you think about his impact in the organization and then if you go to like basketball reference and you just hit, um, you know, career franchise leaders, and if you look at all the number ones, he didn't have anything there. It's weird. Now, I mean, I can go back. If you look at year-by-year year stats, I'm sure that that'll change things. But, um, yeah, it's just it's it's bizarre to look at, like, LeBron has so many records here. Oh, man, it is amazing how much LeBron rewrote the, the history books. It's interesting, Donovan Mitchell is points per game at 28.2 is number one. Just looking at this, uh, at some of these numbers. You know, you know what else is interesting? Hmm. Only four times in Kyrie's career has he played more than 60 games in the season. That yeah, means he's right. missed 25% of a season in two-thirds of his years. That's so that's good. weird. That's He made so many big shots while he was oh, he, here. He, he did. I, don't, I, I mean, I don't know. It, there, no one's bitter, right? Are we, we're all I, I over think, it, right? I think everybody's over that, and I think his number will be hanging in the rafters. It should be. There, I don't know if there's any question it should be. He hit the shots, man. He hit the most of them. Well, it, not only that, he was damn good when he was here. You know? I mean, and I, I give him credit because it took a little, it took a little bit for him to you know, figure out how to play with LeBron and to – because he, he thought it was going to be the man here. Not not that too often six one six two guards are, are the man on a team, but I think that's what Kyrie thought was going to happen here. And then all of a sudden LeBron comes back. He had to adjust, and they figured it out. So I, I'm sure he will get a nice ovation tonight when he's introduced with the Dallas Mavericks. And I, I think Kyrie and Luka are a really interesting combination together. That's a really interesting group. How far can that team go, Jeff? Oh, conference semis. I don't. I don't think it's a conference, even a conference championship series team. But they're good. They're sitting in what the eighth spot right now, so they're in the playing tournament. But they're only half game back on the sixth spot, which is the Pelicans and the Suns. Um, 
Andy, they have two guys averaging 60 points a game combined. It's impressive. That, that's that's a lot. And they might they might have the same situations that other teams have had. They don't, Their big guys might be lacking. That's where the Cavs have an interesting thing. If they can figure out how to really make it click, you know, with Darius and Donovan together, they have big guys. Where do you, where they do have you Jarrett. They have Evan. That, you, that works. Going into tonight's game, doesn't it feel like the Cavs are a little bit stuck in neutral? Uh, you know what? I'm not, not going to say that. For a couple games here, I think I'm not they're in neutral. I am. I'll you say know, it. And the reason I say I, it, I don't think they're going to stay in neutral. I just I wonder if they can bust out and just throw it in the gear. That's all. Remember when they had won what, nine of the first ten games when Darius came back? Yeah. And they were 18-2 and two before the All-Star break? That's not sustainable in no. the NBA. And so I, I was expecting a couple of losses here and there. So just as you shouldn't have been over-the-top giddy when they were playing so well before the All-Star break, you shouldn't panic at all about what's happened since. No, I'm not. I'm not panicking. I just feel like they're in neutral. They're not – I don't feel like they're going forward, but I don't really feel like they're going backward. I expected them to lose some games too. I'm not in the, any different situation than you are. I just – I don't know. These games are – the last couple of games have been kind of close down the stretch, whether you win or you lose those games, and it's just like, all right, let's see uh, Let's well, see what happens in this last second third. You, you hope to not lose to Orlando. You hope not to lose to Philly without Joel Embiid. And you hope to have an easier time with Washington. They they didn't, you know. They they won one of those three games. That's okay. Can you get back on track tonight? Yeah, I think you can. Uh, we'll find out what Chris Fedor thinks. He covers the Cavaliers for the Plain Dealer and Cleveland dot com. He's coming up next, and then at twelve thirty estimated time, Andrew Barry, football guru of the Browns from the Combine in Indianapolis. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.